I was in a desperate situation. The Bayou type stuff. Get out of my house. Avocado tiles back in stock. Why do you feel bad about it? Well, you stop it. it. Sounds like a circus. That's weird. I was freaking out. It's, it's like an insurance claim. It sticks with the house. It went terribly wrong. Scenes oh. and I'm like extortion. I'm real estate, real estate is crazy. Is crazy. <laughs> <It's> crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Welcome back. I'm Christina Smith. I'm David Hagee. And this is Paula Cobb. She has been a broker in San Diego since the 70s, 1973. Welcome, Paula. And she's also my mom. Oh, I see the resemblance. (laughs) Well, I'm adopted. Oh, never mind. Never mind. No, no. (laughs) But I get all my personality from her. And uh, I get the eyes that my kids complain about when they're in trouble, which is this yeah, yeah. That no, look no, no, right no, there. No, no, That's no. the look that I it's give It's a them. learned look. It's not, it's not a <laughs> It's not. No, it's look. not genetic. No, no. It's learned. But she has a lot of crazy stories that she's experienced. And she's here to tell us one today that basically <sighs> knocked my socks off. We're having a lot of fun here before we started recording. So we'll just let everybody know that this is going to get quite entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> So, Mom, you got to start this because you told me this story when when I literally took you to meet my boyfriend, now husband, for the first time, and we were at a re- we were at the macaroni grill, Romano's. Yeah, Is Romano's. It still there? Uh, no, it's gone. <sighs> but we took her to dinner, and I just happened to be talking about the podcast and said, "Oh, do you have any crazy stories to tell?" And she goes, "Hmm, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do." <laughs> so. <laughs> And then I'm just sitting there in shock. So, Mom, why don't you start by telling us, like, how did the day start? <laughs> like, Wait, hold on. First of all, why are you keeping these stories to yourself? I know. Thanks We're for coming whole- and sharing. Yeah. Well, uh, the story was really scary, first of all. And this happened probably 20 years ago. And like I told her, if you, if you were a child and I told you that story, <laughs> you'd have nightmares and never be able to sleep again. I probably never would so- have become a real estate agent. <laughs> Is the truth. She wouldn't want to do real estate <laughs> no. after this story. Uh, but anyway, um, I served a lot of communities in San Diego. And one of them that I started doing a lot of real estate in was out in Ramona. And so I became known at the local waffle shop as the realtor <laughs> that you need to do business with. And so I got quite a few referrals. And Maybe you don't know, but a lot of Ramona is dirt roads, unpaved, uh, out in the boonies, and they're kind of uh, a little bit scary. Well, they've they've grown over the past like ten years, but yeah, twenty years ago, it was very rural community. Oh yeah, and you know, a lot of the weirdos like to live out there because (laughs) they can be they can be totally out and undiscovered. As to what kind of things they're doing, like growing marijuana that was illegal years ago and things like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, now that's normal. Yeah. So now it's like, now it's like. Everyone's got a weed farm in the backyard. Get your best price, you know. It's capitalism at its finest. (laughs) But anyway, uh, so this one house, I was going to take a listing and I met with this guy and he seemed a little strange, but, you know, he, he was okay. And I kind of thought, okay, I think I'm going to be okay with this listing. And I talked to him and got the listing and everything. I came back another day to put the lockbox on the property and put the sign out front. Well, I walked into that house and I was (laughs) shocked beyond belief. And it still gives me chills today. And I walked in and I'm looking around 
And in the kitchen, it is covered with blood. Seriously, so much blood all over the floors, splashed up on the kitchen cabinets, on the countertops. I said, what the heck happened in here? And I had no idea what in the world happened. But I said, certainly he wouldn't have butchered an animal. He would have done that outside. Because <laughs> so realtor happened? brain starts to try to logically <laughs> piece together no what's happened. <laughs> so anyway, I was so freaked out that I said, I don't care what this is. I don't even need an explanation. I'm out of here. So I walked out and I quickly got in my car and I blasted out the dirt road. <laughs> And on the way, I passed the seller coming back to the house. And I didn't even stop. I just kept barreling down that road. <laughs> and I got the heck out of there. And I never called him. I never went back there. And I never well, reported you it. you didn't want to be on the evening I news. know. Well, this is what I said. I was like in shock. And I said, Mom, did you call the police? <laughs> I she said, goes, no. No. She no goes, way. He knows who I am, Christina. Do I want to get involved in that? And I'm like, well, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We have no, no idea. The problem is, you know, these kind of things, if it really was a murder, oh, guess what? I would be called in. I would be a witness. Oh, I'd be called yeah. into court. Oh, and yeah. he would know me. And after he went to prison for 10 or 15 years, he'd come and find me and kill me. That's, oh so, you know, God. I just decided Ooh. I am not going to have any part of this. I actually, I watch too much crime TV. I, you know, oh, yeah. that's his guilty pleasure is crime uh, TV. Ask my wife. It's, it's my white noise. I do, I do a lot in my office with crime TV on. I don't know why. But, um, yeah, it's, it's weird. Those are realistic fears, I think. And yeah, I'm a little weird. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I admit it. It's not a problem, actually. I learned to really embrace it with my weirdness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, this, this is a real fear. You know, people getting out of prison and then having, you know, vendettas. Look, like, yeah. that's real. There's people. Yeah. Out, like, if, right. after serving 30 years. I said, I'm out of here. I wash my hands of this mm-hmm. whole thing. Well, plus so, it was kind of the Wild West. What year was that, Paula? Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. It, it had so to long be. Ago, I'm white here now. Yeah, it, it had to be like thirty DNA. years ago yeah, exactly. or something. But let me ask you something, Mom. Did he know that you were coming by that day, or were you just like surprised? I don't think he knew because you just went in. You just did your Paula thing, which I is like knock, knock, the- hello, is anybody home? And she just goes on All in. All I was doing was putting a lockbox on and a sign. Anyway, and I don't even know why I went inside. There must have been some maybe to pick up a key. I don't know what the heck I was doing. But anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. It burned in your memory banks. Yeah. It was just so scary. Yeah. And real estate, I think, well, over the years, obviously we've figured out that this is a dangerous job. I mean, we've had realtors who were assaulted. We've had realtors who have oh, been murdered. Yeah. Oh, no, no. There's there's a ton of horror stories. And, and it's not just women. It's not just female realtors. Right. I talk about this all the time. Oh, it's men, men are too. Men just susceptible, yeah. Yeah. And so I think there are some more safety measures in place, but I don't think it's spoken of enough by brokers to say like, Hey, you should have a, you know, let someone know where you're going or let them allow them to see your location. So they safety protocols. My husband can, you know, see my location on my phone whenever he wants to. I mean, sometimes like, you know, I'm enjoying a snack in the parking lot and he's like, what are you taking? Why are you taking so long? But it's supposed to be so he can See where I'm at it's and know for that a I'm good safe. Reason. I'm surprised my wife yeah. doesn't text me when I'm speeding. <laughs> she can see that stuff. Can it? Does it track? Well, we have life 360. Oh, you know, gosh. You got a whole bunch of kids. You want to keep yeah. everybody. Yeah, but a lot of people don't even know the safety measures on their phone, you know, that are available. So, like, iPhone has several different safety measures 
on the phone that people can use. It's crazy that they are, everybody has these phones. Yeah. If you go under settings and I think it's like under emergency, it'll tell you like you can either, I think, hold down both your buttons and the little emergency bar comes up because everyone has either a password or face recognition. I think if you push both buttons three times, it calls the authorities. That's what I always do beep, in my beep, pocket beep. accidentally because I'm trying to turn <laughs> off my ringer. People call me. Sometimes I get frustrated and I'm just like, stop calling me. You know, my friend Amanda did that. You know, Amanda. And it sent, um, it accidentally took a, a snapshot of her face <laughs> and sent it out to her entire database, her all of her contacts. Oh. She, I still don't know how she did that, but I got like an alert and then it gave her GPS location and it was, her, it was her face like this. So basically the function, the phone's function worked as it should. Yeah. Just in your contact. Yeah. Yeah. It was accidental. I For did. For what reason? I was like, are you okay? <laughs> or it sends like a video too, like a li- like real quick where video. And you know, I mean, quite honestly... The, the the picture and the the laugh is is so it, it's it's okay she, she's yeah. safe you know she's safe you know where she is all these things are all you know accessory to her being safe yeah and, you knowing where she is yeah well mom I'm glad that you're safe I'm glad you made it out of that house <laughs> man I'll tell you that was crazy if you showed up 15 minutes earlier. You probably would have. No, or you later, have later. In the process of hacking something. Up. That's what I mean. He yeah. didn't know that he was rushing back there to clean up for you because he didn't know you were coming. Yeah, that's the scary part. That's right. But what he doesn't know is luminol. Will, and so that's will why I had to hurry light up, up all that blood. You can clean up that blood as much as you want. It'll still I light up. Hurry up and get out of there! Can you imagine? I was just a few minutes away from him returning. <laughs> Look at the eyes. <laughs> this is where I got My it. My heart was pounding. Of course. I mean, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I had just gotten out of there. If he yeah. just murdered somebody else, you would have easily been collateral damage. He would have easily yeah. just said, she's yeah, going to. he's a murderer. Yeah. He's a murderer. Well, you know? and you know, if you knew that he was a murderer, then you got to die. I'm not exactly. going to lie. I did Google to see if there was anything about murder houses in Ramona. I didn't really find anything. So I was trying to narrow Carl's down now. what house it was. Well, it's so funny because there's a number of murder houses in San Diego that have really? made the news over the years. We should talk about this a little oh, bit more. Yeah. There's one in Carlsbad. Maybe that Brandon will like that. Brandon likes murder houses. Well, <laughs> within the last 10 years, this home in Carlsbad was uh, the scene of a marital dispute and a firearm was used in order for the wife to take the husband's life. And I remember it sold in 2013 or 14 for 200,000 less than any other house in the neighborhood. But what I kept thinking was this also affects the neighbor houses. Yeah. The, The pervasive stigma of a murder house affects everything around it well yeah i think it depends on the buyer because some people don't care about that and other people are like what's the vibe gonna be like in this house like so i just have to address one thing i think your mom is incredibly smart most real estate agents are so desperate for business they would have just gone back and served the listing and put their life on the line just to get the commission they would have said do you need a referral for a cleaning company (laughs) is what they would have said they would have helped them hide the disclosures that they needed to make oh my god yeah that's like a whole nother issue there are good real estate agents out there guys remember there are great real estate who will flee the scene of a possible crime as opposed to dying (laughs) hello but but uh, in response to your other story i mean you really have to be careful who you marry yeah that's true (laughs) well nowadays they say it's easier to find a new spouse than a new house 
That's Let me think true. about yeah, that. It it's easier to find a new spouse than it is to find a new house. Well, I think it depends if you're a male or a female. Because there's because no houses listed. There nothing on the Oh, I get it. Okay. I well, but, but think about I it. Didn't if, have my if coffee. You're, <laughs> if you're a man, that's not true at all. Men have a hard time solidifying real relationships. I see this every day. Yeah. Um, women, I don't know. No, I don't know because, you know, my mom is... <laughs> Has it's not that she has a hard time finding men. It's just that she has so much energy, Somebody you know. Has like to match it. it has to match yes. it. She has to find someone who matches her. So and I'm well, really she, picky, and she's picky. But I she mean, can. Have, really she picky. should be picky. Should be. No, why? Yeah. Why, why not? Why not? Why would? Why wouldn't you be picky? Hey, man, it's going to take a long time to get to know somebody. Well, this yeah. is the thing. You can exchange a house and a spouse, but exchanging a house for a good house or a spouse for a good spouse. Yeah, that's the hard part. She needs someone who's well traveled. I'm gonna pitch. I'm gonna pitch my mom. <laughs> she needs someone who's well traveled. Has his own money, owns his own home, has his stuff together. Young. Those are the oh, basics. Yeah. <laughs> In good shape. Yeah. No, all that stuff should be the basics for every woman. I mean, she was up on one of those things in Jamaica where it like flies you out of the water and you go like this. It's called jet boarding. Jet boarding. She went jet boarding. My mom is, you know, I'm not even going to say her age because she's way younger I went, in spirit. I went jet boarding four years ago. <laughs> That is so In Jamaica. Fun. Is there footage of this? Yes. Yes. I'm going to get it. Okay. So <laughs> we don't want to share with the entire podcast. No. I'm just going But I want to see it. Yeah. But I'll send it to David. I'll send it People to David. Send me with, is that you? I, yeah. That's me. I asked him though. I was in Jamaica by myself and I said, am I going to break my legs? Because they, <laughs> they strap both of my feet into a board. Like they're going to tell and you the truth. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I'm here alone. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. If I, if I go up there and I break my leg, who's going to help me? That's this is totally the common valid. theme of my mom. My mom does things alone. She's very independent. Hence why you have the iPhone locator yeah. system working. And she's also the luckiest woman on the planet. I can tell. She kind of exudes. She does this thing. Like if there's anyone that's going to drop a quarter in a in a slot at you know what Viejas and win two thousand (laughs) dollars, it's this woman. It's crazy the stories that she has. Viejas, get in touch. You can be a um, a uh, donating. uh, You know what's what's the thing like a. Sponsor. Philanthropy. Viejas, would you like to be a sponsor of our podcast? (laughs) Well, we'll talk to Viejas later. The truth is, these are some of the best stories I've heard yet. I mean, they're kind of scary, but... (sighs) It just lets people know that this is our day-to-day. It's easy to hear these things in our podcast studio, but living that yeah and being well, there here's the scary and thing. smelling the iron of the blood oh my god years ago years ago when this happened we didn't even have cell phones i think at that time oh, I didn't, didn't even have pagers, think about probably. that well i might have had a pager i can't really remember we had thomas guides had nextel yeah you know the next you had the, the printed MLS, right? You yeah. had to, yeah, yes. and the books and stuff, and they, they were and the big Thomas guides, the out. big map books. That's yeah. how we got around. That's what I got for my 16th birthday. <laughs> was a Thomas guide, and my stepdad teaching me how to use it. Do you know how many times I got lost oh, and had to make it. U-turns? I had to copy each page and then do a highlighter. As soon as I quit quit selling real estate. They come out with the GPS. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, they did that on purpose. How many years did I struggle through tiny little Thomas Brothers maps? 
Yeah. At night with just your little light, your little map light in the car. Oh, that's terrible. And a magnifying glass. And then sometimes on Thomas Brothers, they would write over top of the map. They would have some word yeah. or something right over top of the little tiny So you couldn't quite street. see the street you need to be yes. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, I just about These agents it. nowadays are spoiled. Oh, yeah. They're so spoiled. They can program yeah. their whole route. Oh. I mean, I went to cul-de-sac, wouldn't know which way to come out. So I, I would hand the maps to my <laughs> to my agent, to my person next to me, my customer. Yeah. I'd say, you, you direct me, direct please. This and please navigate. Because otherwise, That's if true. I could look at a map and drive, they'd say, I've, oh, here, let me do that. It's been years. I I mean, you kind of forget that that's what happened. We used to take people in our car. They would hold the map. They would navigate. It was a real group effort. Some Amazing. of my fondest memories are actually like collaborating with clients in the car. Yeah. Like even like summertime, I remember like going around, showing houses, leaving the car on because it would get so hot yeah. just for that 10 minutes that you're in a house. And we'd figure out, you know, okay, you leave your purse, we'll leave the car on, we'll lock it, we'll go. We would start getting really fast. We, you yeah. know, it became a, a it's real bonding. bonding. Yeah, Maybe exactly. that's what we're missing. We're missing those bonding moments with our clients now. It's so easy for them to run off with someone else when we're not yeah. having those moments anymore. But I, I see, mean, they don't want to ride with you anymore because... They know there's so many weird people in the world <laughs> that, you know, who knows what the realtor is going to do with them. It's right. scary. Actually, it is. real That's estate true agents That's are true too. already sus. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. We're like used car salesmen. Oh, you know I mean? We're like worse. on the lower level. 80%, not the 20%. car salesmen and politicians. You know, <laughs> and lawyers. And lawyers. scumbags, yeah. you know. Aww. Well, the I'm truth is, I think that... Ten years ago or fifteen years ago, it was still it was still okay. The yeah. general public didn't have this distaste that they have now. And I yeah. think if you ask my opinion, it is because of Zillow. Yeah. Zillow has diminished the value of the buyer's agent. Chop shop. To the general public. Yeah. And they don't really even know what the buyer's agent does. And now we're in a market where the buyer's agent is the most necessary thing mm-hmm. ever. And I love of this them, market. Oh, me too. I thrive in this market. It's amazing. Because you get the opportunity to actually connect with the listing agent <laughs> and like negotiate things. And then like you close that deal and you're like, yeah, I got $10,000 credit. And yeah. like, Well, I say that the positive emotions of purchasing real estate are much more suited to my business mm-hmm. than the negative emotions of selling real estate. Yeah. Right. It's because when you buy something, it is exciting. That's mm-hmm. why we named it Spark Real Estate, because Yay. there's something that lights up inside you to help envision what your next chapter is going to look like. Yeah. And it's it should exciting. be positive. It should be all. I always tell people it should be a positive, exciting experience. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Minus the murder scene. I'm sure and, the guy you know. was probably sitting there like, uh, where's the realtor? How lame. She didn't show up and put the lockbox on. I wonder oh, no, what that guy was leaving. thinking. Well. Well, he didn't hunt you Did down he wonder? That. I mean, he never called you. No. I wouldn't have answered anyway. <laughs> he knew. He was embarrassed. He wouldn't have yeah. answered. You didn't know. Did you have caller ID back then? I didn't have a back phone. Back in the old times? Did you, no phone. Did you consider that if it was Halloween time, maybe he had a theme idea for the photography? Oh. oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Look at the serious look on her face. Oh, yeah, right. This I mean, is the look I get when I make funny jokes. And she goes... Yeah, right. Okay. I'm trying to figure out an explanation. I mean, I I still don't have an explanation except, yeah, it's Ramona. Well, I mean, she walked from the listing. 
That's explanation enough. Oh. Yeah. Can you imagine an agent in this market walking away from a listing? Murder scene would went. never stop an no. agent from taking a listing in this market. No. Mm-hmm. Especially because they're oh. so sick of dealing with buyers. Speaking of that, I got to tell you one more funny thing. I just saw a video the other day about, about how crazy this market is and so few houses on the market that these guys went to preview this house and they literally ran through the house. They jumped out of the car, oh, I saw ran that. through the house. They ran through every room. They ran so fast into the bedroom that they flopped on the bed, turned around and ran back out, ran to the kitchen. All on video. Looked in the dishwasher, ran out. I'm telling you, they ran out to go write an offer because this is the kind of market he's in. It. Yeah, it was really funny. I saw it too. He was it like, was the Look funniest at thing. So these great. guys saw that whole house in less than ten minutes, and we're back to write an offer. I think it was satire. I think it was just a joke. I know, but the funny thing but it was hilarious. It That's was the whole funny. Point. I'm doing a lot for out of state or out of yeah. area buyers right now, so I do a lot of fast previews. Yes, and a lot of times it's during an open house, and I don't want to disturb anybody, so I'm fast. I <laughs> And I'm on video and I'm like, hey, take a look at this. Look at that. Size of the room. Good. Okay. And I send these videos to my clients and my clients are very grateful because, you know, they're like, oh, thanks for not wasting too much time in that house. It wasn't a fit. Yeah. Well, because, you know, you get to know them. You know what, you know, they're going to like what they're not going to like. So it's easy enough for you to go through. Yes. And I had one agent one time say, you know, you're being awfully negative in your video. Don't you want them to like the house? And I'm like. No, like the point is for me to point out the things that they're not going to like, like the hoarder living next door or the giant power line in the back of the house. But these fundamental things, the the, the core reasons why you represent your client's best interests are what is missing. The, Mm -hmm. the, The clients don't really understand that your job is to represent them that steadfastly. Yeah. They don't. They think you're there to sell a house. Don't you want to sell this to me? How would you have marketed the... The blood, blood scene house. Oh gosh, I, I mean, I would have probably discounted it. It's a large point. kitchen. Point, it was is, a large open kitchen. The point is, you wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I value I'm like, my wait life a too minute. much. Wait a minute. How would I have spun this? <laughs> you remember, you have to disclose. Yeah, that's right. That's you do right. disclose, but so oh, you, you disclose, and then you say it was a red liquid. Open kitchen, open kitchen concept, <laughs> spacious, yeah. yes. plenty of counter space, splashes of color splashes. everywhere, sometimes color. very dirty. Yes. <laughs> Don't mind the smell. No, the, the truth is I'm not a big fan of like marketing weird stuff. I would rather be upfront about it and yeah. do what I call damage control, which means, mm-hmm. okay, let's make sure that they're aware and that they can't try and renegotiate later. Yeah. <laughs> That's my goal. Well, this is all a part of the experiences that we have as real estate agents across this country. Is that just real estate's really crazy? Well, but the, it seems like all of our stories have had to do with death lately. That's the craziest stories. That's and that's what you what... guys like. <laughs> that's what we like. I mean, actually, yeah, it does make it more interesting. I, I will admit yeah. um, we are open to other stories and we're taking applications. Uh, yeah. Just email se. us at realestateiscrazy at gmail.com. If you have a story to tell, we'd love to have you as a guest. Yeah. We're booking out a couple of episodes, but by all means, please reach out. Yep. Tell us about your story. We'd love to have you on. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Adios.